American songwriter, we have the opportunity to talk to Olivia Morreale over Zoom video. Olivia was born and raised between D.C. and New York, and she talks about how she got into music. She's always been really into jazz and very into jazz vocals. And that's where she really found her love for music, got involved in the New York jazz scene quite a bit. When she went to college, she got into school in Los Angeles. So she went from the East Coast all the way to the West Coast. And she talks about how that was kind of a culture shock for her. But that also did open her eyes to pop music. And coming from jazz, pop was a totally different world for her. But that's when she started writing songs and going to different writing sessions and open mic night. She talks a lot about that. She talks about her brand new EP that's coming out and the most recent single she's released, Another Moon. You can watch our interview with Olivia on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be awesome if you subscribe to our channel and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Olivia Morreale. So our podcast is all about you and your journey in music and how you got to where you are now. And we'll talk about uh, the new single that you just released as well. Sweet. Awesome. Um, you're currently in LA? Yeah. Okay. Are you born and raised in Los Angeles? Uh, no, I grew up in DC and New York kind of both. So I, I moved out here um, for school. Okay. And Tell me I've about- been here sense yeah yeah so i've been here since i graduated uh i guess a few years ago and i've just been, kind of been an la person since then but yeah i'm definitely originally from the east coast so. okay tell me about that born in born in dc you said i was born in new york and then um i grew up in dc and then apparently moved to new york so i kind of like grew up in both both areas but yeah it was cool it was um it was i would say like coming out to california was a pretty big culture shock just because um, imagine <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sure as you know are you from are you from Los Angeles? no I, yeah well i'm from san diego um, oh yeah okay yeah my family and i just we just moved to nashville so we're in nashville now oh um, yeah but that was a bit different for uh, i mean it still is we've only been here for like two months so um i can't imagine you know going still same thing you know you're going from the east coast to west coast and we kind of did the same we're not quite yeah. as east but yeah i get it yeah what was it like growing up in, in between New York and D.C., though? Um, It was cool. I would say, like, D.C. D.C. is so nice. Like, it was really, really nice growing up there. It's, like, um, clean and chill, I would say. There's not a lot of music. I mean, there is a cool music scene, but it was not something that I did a whole lot of. And then once, once we moved to New York, I kind of started doing, like, you know, jazz sessions and sort of, like, learning about – there's just everything. I mean – New York just has everything. And I think like the pace um, is kind of, that's kind of the the pace that I move at as a person. So uh, it's totally like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, quick, fast paced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so, what I've noticed about moving here is every, is, is there, it's like a lot slower pace. I mean, yeah. we're in the suburbs, but it's just like going even from San Diego and, and, and L- being, you know, close to LA and, and that whole lifestyle is just so much, everything's, everyone's in a rush. And then we moved yeah. here and it was like, People are letting you in, like in traffic, and it's just like. Well, you're weird. still in the south, even though obviously you're in a in a big city. Sure. Yeah, I know. It's just interesting. 
Yeah. Um, so you, you came from fast lifestyles to, you know, probably not even as fast in, in L.A. as it was in New Which York. Which is funny because it's still L.A. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> OK, yeah. so you, you grew up uh, with jazz. Yeah, yeah. And kind of classical, too, sort of. But I grew up like listening to jazz. And so that was always kind of like um, and that, that's what I studied, too. So that was kind of like where I was coming from always. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really know you could be a pop musician like at all oh really okay <laughs> uh, I mean obviously like there are people doing it I'm doing it but you know I was kind of like that was something I kind of discovered when I got to LA even so that was okay. an interesting sort of like um trajectory for me I just sort of like realized that there were like people writing songs and like you know singing background I don't know I don't know sure 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 um, well um how well, how'd you get into music originally um so I grew up like you know, kind of singing in musicals and, and then the jazz stuff too. Um, and I was studying like classical music and I wanted to, I wanted to do that. Like I wanted to be an opera singer. Um, and then I ended up going to school, like I ended up getting money to go to school and like my parents like, bye, have fun, like across the country, like have a great like time. You, and then you got like a scholarship. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, then, wow. so that's why I ended up here. Okay. Um, what did you, you get a scholarship for music? It was so no, so it was just I applied. I didn't even audition for the music school. Like, I was like, I'm not going there. Mm-hmm. So I didn't audition, and then I got into like the English program. So I was actually a double major the whole wow. time. So I like auditioned. But anyways, it was like basically an accident that I ended up here. Um, <laughs> but it was great. It worked out. So sure. Um, yeah. How did you get into jazz? Um. Well, so like I said, like I grew up listening to it, and uh-huh. it was also kind of. I would say once once my family moved to New York, I kind of was like, oh, um, there's just these jam sessions happening that I didn't, I kind of like found out about. Uh Um, And then I I worked at this camp called Jazz House Kids, which is like a jazz camp in New Jersey Uh um, one summer. And that kind of like opened up a lot of, sort of showed me a lot of the culture in New York. And then from there, I kind of like, started to see what was up in LA with the jazz. It's a very different jazz scene in in LA than it is in New York. Mm-hmm. But um, that was kind of like where I started, which which is cool because like New York is obviously such a jazz heavy city and like mm-hmm. it's where they came from, so. Sure, sure. Yeah. I see a piano and a guitar there. What was the first instrument you learned? Oh yeah, my setup. Um, I, I started on piano, like just sort of, when I was younger, I took piano. Um, I mean, guitar has been pretty like relatively recent. Okay. Uh, with with piano, were you learning like jazz piano? Did you play jazz and classical music? Yeah, I learned like when I was younger, I just learned sort of classical stuff. And then um, I didn't start learning jazz on the piano until I was like in college. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's just, been new too, but it's definitely really eye opening. I would say it expands the possibilities of. Sure. Well, were you were you writing music when you were in uh, in New York? A little bit, but not really. I was like singing classical. It was really like, I was like, I want to be a singer. Uh-huh. And then even when I got here, I was like, I want to be a session singer, um, which I still like do. Oh, okay. You know, sort of tour and stuff. T- but, but um, yeah, I didn't really start writing seriously until I moved here. So that okay. was kind did of the city s- sort of influenced that. Did you say that you have done your background or like a session singer or like studio stuff? 
Yeah. And you said you were to- you toured as well? Yeah, I toured on background vocals like right before the pandemic. And then okay. it stopped. But sure. Like, were you yeah. able to tour with some big artists? I toured with um, this artist, Engelbert Humperdinck, who is like an older um, crooner artist. Um, and that that was kind of my first touring. Well, actually, that's not true. Um, I was actually touring on keyboards with like a couple groups and like kind of keyboards and background vocals. But that was sort of my bit, my first big like, you know, we were supposed to go to Europe, which we didn't end up doing, obviously. Oh, um, wow. But that was kind of like my first um, background gig, which I love doing that, too. Like, it's really cool to not be in charge all the time. Sure. <laughs> you, know? like, you just show up and sing and then like you can hang. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. Were you guys doing like big theaters? Yeah. And like casinos and stuff. Oh, cool. That's yeah, cool. That Were you able like so I'm sure that was probably a different experience than touring as the keyboard player in, in a smaller band. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you get a bus and that whole deal and the hotels and, and all that yeah. comes with it. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. I, I'm looking forward to continuing to do that. I think it's like a really cool. It's really cool to do both, I think. Yeah. You know? Just kind of have, I like to just do a lot of different things. So sure. for me, like that was, that was really fun. That's awesome. And when did you start writing music? You said not until you moved to LA. Yeah, I so I, I wrote a little bit in high school, but I never, like I said, you know, I kind of was like, oh, people are doing this. People are doing this. Like mm-hmm. this is a thing. Um, that was there like can't... a moment that, that like kind of, you know, like the, like a light bulb turned on for you? Well, I think so. I so I was in the jazz like hang when mm-hmm. I moved here and and like writing in jazz, especially as like a jazz vocalist is is pretty it's related, but it's kind of different, okay. you know, than writing a pop song because you're sort of like arranging for a jazz group. So like you have your solos and you have your so I the first songs I wrote were like not jazz tunes, but they were like you know, there's an A section and a B section and then everyone takes a solo and you kind of like, it's a jazz thing. So that was kind of right. how I like eased into it. And then, okay. I, you know, I was fortunate because I, I was in, uh, I was at USC and there's a there's a um, pop program like next door, physically next door. Okay. And so like all my friends were doing that and I was like, oh, I see like sort of the full scope of, of how you can be a writer. Okay. And then you started just, uh, and, you went in the, more of the pop lane that way? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and kind of like being in the city too, it was like, oh, everyone is, you know, like Hotel Cafe, I was started playing like songwriter nights and like, that's what everyone's doing is, is writing songs and working them out for an audience. So How was that? Was that nerve wracking? Like showing your music to other people for the first time? Yeah, it's interesting. Like I started... I was like, I'm going to play, you know, like a few song, like one songwriter night a week was like my goal for a while, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's easier because you just go and I had to learn too to like really accompany myself on my own songs and like kind of give every section it's, it's due diligence or whatever. So, you know, like really getting good at like the parts and I like always write, you know, intricate parts. It just like makes it difficult <laughs> myself, obviously, but you know, but it's interesting because sometimes like I'll be playing a song solo and I'm like, I'm bored right now. Like I'm bored in this section. So like, but that's the point, you know, it's like when right. you're performing your own songs, you're like, which sections or which songs even like are captivating 
when you're not just playing them by yourself. And like, I'll be like in the middle of a section. I'm like, all right, this is like not a keeper or like, uh, okay. you're losing the audience. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. So, so you can work them out that way and kind of get like immediate response and, and, and feedback from, from the crowd. Yeah, it is really. And you can feel, I mean, it doesn't work for every song, right? Cause some songs are like written for a band. So if you like know, that it's like a heavy hitting song. Like obviously if you're just playing it solo, it's not gonna have the same effect, but, but yeah, for the most part, even like with a, you know, after a slow ballad or anything, you can feel, you can feel the energy in each section, which is, it's cool. Yeah. That was, but was that, I'm sure that was still pretty, you know, you're pretty vulnerable, like going up there and playing your songs to a bunch of people that you don't know. Yeah. It's, I definitely got used to it. Okay. But I would say, and the other funny thing is like the the songwriter nights in LA all kind of have their own like energy, like their own vibe. So like the people who, you know, so there's um, Joel Eccles is the guy who runs Monday Monday, which is like the, the hotel cafe one. He's like amazing. Uh-huh. And, but you know, everybody, so everybody who goes up there is like a, is like really a writer. And the vibe is like, make a really witty, quick joke. And mm-hmm. then it's kind of like a really specific sense of humor and like, I'm really bad at it. So I'll just, <laughs> I'll go up and I'll be like, um, I wrote this song and uh, like, I hope you guys like it. And I was like, okay, like she does not have jokes, but like, right. Right. We don't need so, jokes. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's, like, but this, it's isn't, this isn't the comedy store. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. And then like other nights, it's like a different thing. So sure. The community is like a big part of it too. That's cool. Um, and what was the first song you put up? I'm looking at your Spotify. It looks like you have a, a couple songs or three songs on there. It was No Answer the first one you put up? Mm-hmm, yeah. What was that like, putting your first song on, you know, and, and kind of tackling this as a solo artist? It was really exciting. Um, mm-hmm. I The song, the, the project that I'm releasing right now is um, a collaboration with my friend Eli. So that kind of made it easier because we sort of like wrote and produced everything together. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and so I almost feel like it's cheating because I'm like, well, we did it. You know, it's like I'm easing in. <laughs> yeah, but everybody collaborates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, it's been fun and like really learning how to properly like promote and like what's going on in, in sort of like that world of mm-hmm. like PR and like, building your community like that's something I I I have I feel like I have a lot of work to do on is just sort of like building a community that like is interested in this world of music that is in sure. my head I think everybody <laughs> that's yeah that's yeah. the that's the the hardest thing I think you right. know getting people to, to be not interested but like even just get it in front of people right so but I mean your song's doing well uh the most recent one is Parasomnia yeah well another moon I just just released end of April, but her oh, that one... was before that, yeah. Oh, okay, Another Moon came out later. Got it, okay. Yeah. Well, tell, tell me about uh, Parasomnia and then we'll talk about Another Moon. Yeah, um, Parasomnia is kind of the most experimental one that we wrote on this. It's, so the EP is four songs. Okay, um, so there's one and, more coming or yeah. is No Answer gonna, is No Answer part of it also? Yeah, so okay. there's one more coming and that will be um like mid-june okay but uh yeah so parasomnia is kind of like experimental we wrote kind of just like this groovy kind of hooky thing and then we were like 
let's not have any lyrics in the bridge. Let's just like mess with the vocals and see what's up. So it ended up kind of being this thing. Parasomnia is like, um, it's like sleepwalking, like a sleep, mm -hmm. weird stuff that happens when you sleep. So we were like, let's have that reflected sort of like subconscious thoughts reflected in, I love in the it. bridge. Like, so yeah, that was sort of the concept of, of that song. That's cool. And uh, the, the most recent one is Another Moon. Yeah. What's that one? What was that one about? Um, that one is just kind of fun. Like it's about, it's about escaping, I would say, like sort of okay. to a different world. And we wrote, I'm trying to remember the process kind of of that one, but I think we just sort of came up with the hook and we were like, it's just fun. And we kind of did the same thing with the bridge where we had like a weird section instead of having it be like, you know, a typical song. For right. Probably because sure. so Eli's also a jazz musician and, and oh, so you guys don't follow the typical pop song formula. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, but that was that was actually a really fun part of it is just kind of having these like weird sections that aren't quite, you know, straight. I don't know, straight pop, like pop or whatever. Yeah. But, but the ideas are just sort of like reflected a little bit, hopefully differently. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, building another world. Well, you, you were saying that you're um, on tour right before the pandemic hit or when the pandemic hit. Um, aside from that tour shutting down, was that when you were able to to write this record and like really start the solo project? Or was this something that you had going prior to, you know, the, the pandemic? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we wrote it before. Oh, and okay. then we finished it. I, I so we did a lot of sessions together, sort of like doing the vocals, whatever. And then I took the sessions and add and like did extra production and kind of like finished up the vocals during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say like the biggest part of this project that came together during was the visual side of it, um, which was really cool. Cause that's not something that I necessarily had together before the pandemic like I think I really realized probably because you know everything you're doing is online like everything right. we're doing is visual like sure to degree. so um and beforehand I was like really focused on playing live like how do you how do you how do you perform well in front of people like whatever that's its own art form sure but but yeah the visual stuff has been really fun to like really pull together during this because it's definitely been inspired by um what's been happening right 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 yeah it kind of gave you a time to to make build the other half of the of the project yeah exactly and what about writing out like is once the the ep comes out do you have other songs or has it been just really focusing on the visuals and kind of getting this project together yeah there's definitely stuff coming up um okay. <laughs> yeah it's been it's been cool like um, during the pandemic too, like I've just really been working on my production chops. So I have a lot of stuff that like, I'm main, I, you know, I'm producing by myself and just sort of like pulling together, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited for it too. Cause now I kind of know like, okay, the visuals have to be fire. Like the visuals right. have to be on point too. So, um, those are, that's what I'm getting together right now is like the visual stuff for the new, the new music. I love it. And it looks like, um, you know, you might be able to play some live shows here soon as well. I know. Thank God. <laughs> that must be exciting. Or yeah. Do you have anything planned or are you still kind of waiting to see how this uh, pans out over the next couple months? 
Yeah, I actually might be playing a show on the 22nd, which is next Saturday. Um, really? <laughs> yeah, live. It's going to be like a live stream. It's also a show in downtown, but we are, we're working it out right now. So I'm excited about that. That's but really cool. I know it's so soon. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, have this all open up and, and, have everyone able to perform again i mean everyone's been waiting around for so long now that i know once shows happen it's going to be a big big moment i think it's going to be insane yeah it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> people are going to lose it so. yeah that's awesome well olivia thank you so much for doing this i really appreciate it it's so much fun thank you so much for having me i do have one more question for you yes do you have any advice for aspiring artists mm, i would say well, I think I am an inspiring artist, first of all. <laughs> like, who am I to say? But I would say what I've been working on is just having patience and like learning things deeply instead of sort of in an overarching way, which I tend to do. I'm like, I need to know everything right now. Um, but I think, you know, like if there's something you want to deepen in your artist career, like taking the time to really learn everything about it, whether it's like how to promote or how, you know, your music or how to play live, whatever, like really like just having faith that like the time it takes is the time that it's gonna take and then, you, you know, it'll be better for it. That's the main thing I would say I'm working on.